0: everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Great Robert Birch. (laughs) Mr. Great. I don't know. I'm just making (laughs) up stuff here. That's what we do.
1: Well, there's worse nicknames. There's worse nicknames (laughs) than the great Robert Birch. Um, How are you doing? Doing good. How you doing? I'm oh, pretty good. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Um, so today we are here to talk about Exodus the movie. Exodus. Exodus. So this is the OETA Movie Club. We air every Saturday night at 9 on OETA uh-huh. and show gla- great classic movies, starting to show some modern movies. Uh-huh. This one's from 1960, Exodus. Fairly modern. Fairly modern. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: Yeah. It was a mod. Back then it was called
0: mod. <laughs> mod. Right? That's right. <laughs> um, so... Go ahead and set up this movie for everybody, and and, and kind of explain what the deal is here.
1: Um, you know, it's it's fairly simple. Uh, it is, you know, it's not the the Exodus from the Bible. This is uh, the um, it's basically about the formation of the state of Israel, and then all of the wars that uh, they you know started you know that they had to fight with their neighbors as a result. You know, yeah. with the Arab nations.
0: Yeah. So this is the epitome of an epic film this is three and a half hours or even longer it's like 340 or something but yeah yeah, um it's it's an epic film but i mean it's worth the payoff if you can if you can stay up late with us and and tune in it's it's a great movie um i thought though one of the funniest things about this movie was comedian uh mort shaw um uh uh, saul saul sorry Uh, sorry mort Mort Saul. saul yeah um who said
1: at the premiere? At the premiere, right, he, oh, it, it's a it's actually a reference to another biblical epic. Uh, he says, um, Otto Priminger, let my people go." Right, which <laughs> right is right in the middle of the theater. Charlton stands Hester, up, yeah, yeah, stands
0: up in the theater,
1: shouts this, "Let Just my like people Charlton go." Charlton Hester, right,
0: and that's at the three-hour mark. He waited till the three-hour mark. He got three hours into oh, it. Oh man, so. And it,
1: there was no. He, it says. Three-hour mark and no end visible inside, sign yeah. of end, you know, the end <laughs> of this thing, you know. But uh, yeah, Pharaoh's hard heart would not let the people go.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's talk a little bit about Paul Newman because he was kind of criticized for and said, said he was miscast right, in this role. Right.
1: Well, now Otto Preminger uh, said when he was reading the book, which is you know runaway bestseller at yeah. the time. Um, that uh, when he was reading the book, the only person he could see playing the role was Paul Newman, which is, you know, kind of a stretch, really. It is you know? kind of a stretch, yeah. But, you know, Paul Newman said his father was Jewish. Uh, he, that's really why he took the part. Yeah, it was to pay homage to his dad. Yeah, yeah. 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 but, you know, they didn't get along while uh, filming Otto Preminger and Paul Newman. Um, I guess apparently Paul Newman uh, liked to, you know, share his ideas Right for you know with the directors and Preminger didn't want to hear any of it. Yeah, and then later you know Newman says he regretted doing the film because of that. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. Um, Otto
0: Preminger, I mean, it's a big name. I mean, yeah. you, you know his <laughs> literally and uh, figure. No, I mean you know his films. I mean you know his name in Hollywood, and and uh, he didn't
1: do like light hearted comedies. Right. I mean no. he he did you know epic. Uh, yeah. Epic and very serious uh, subjects like this. He really loved the book by Leon Uris. Uh, well, actually, no. He he didn't like the writing of the book. Okay. He thought that um, it was real. It was a great premise for a, a story, but that the, it was not written well. Yeah. And so uh, Preminger didn't get along with with uh, Leon Uris either. Wow. You know, famously. Uh, and then uh, the author said he didn't like the film. So there. <laughs> so there. So at least they kind
0: of agreed on not liking each other. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so the One uh, thing they could agree they on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Dalton Trumbo for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, because I think this is such an interesting story. And, and you were telling me about a movie about Trumbo right. that I have seen. Right, there's a great
1: movie um, starring Breaking Bad... Uh, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston, Bryan Cranston yeah. as Dalton Trumbo. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's uh, his story is very similar to a lot of... Um, uh, people who worked in Hollywood at the time. Yeah. He was blacklisted in the 50s because, uh, you know, the McCarthy hearings. Right, and that. communists. And, and yeah. he had, like, gone to a meeting, like, in the 20s uh, or 30s, and then, you know, he ends up on this list of the House Un-American Activities Committee, <laughs> and he can't find work. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so he was uh, he was writing a lot for um, very uh, a very small uh, production house that put out a lot of, like, B-movies, yeah. a lot of B-movies. But, you know, here Dalton Trumbo, this really, truly great uh, screenwriter, uh, you know, sort of spruced up their... <laughs> their uh, he did some great work while he was working for them. And um, uh, he's one of the first people that the people who disagreed with the... Uh, the anti-communist, you know, uh, time, you know, the, the red scare, um, say like, uh, Kurt Douglas. Yeah. Um, now, uh, Otto Preminger used Dalton Trumbo for this film. For this film, And it kind of ended the stigma of some of that right. uh, by him hiring him for this film. And so then that kind of let off a little of the pressure. Kurt Douglas hired him to write Spartacus. Yes. Which yeah. is his most famous right. film. Yeah, of course.
0: Um, yeah, I just I think that that just, I'm going to have to go see that movie. That sounds like a really cool movie. Maybe we it's, can get it on the movie club. Yeah, that would be so, nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but
1: it's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. It's a funny thing. He, uh, Dalton Trumbo, would, uh, he only felt comfortable writing in the bathtub. <laughs> okay. So he's literally <laughs> in his bathtub all the time. Right. I got to go write something, I got to go take a bath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't just sit at a desk, or you know, interesting on a beach someplace. He had to be in the tub. Weird. All right, cool.
0: Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the ship that this uh, the filmmakers bought for this, because right. I think that is a really funny story. That they they go and they buy this ship, and it's a you know it's an old refugee ship, right. That they're using for this scene. Uh-huh. And uh, the company from which they bought it was so excited and thrilled that they. Are going to have this ship, one of their ships, in a movie that they put a fresh coat of paint on it, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, then the producer saw it and went, "What? What happened to the ship we yeah, bought?" No. <laughs> no. So then they have to go in and they have to dress it. They they paint on fake rust. They chip away some of the new paint. <laughs> um, you know, they they basically try to put it back to its <laughs> used, very used condition.
1: We bought it for a
0: reason. That's right. Man, yeah, I just think that's such a funny story. Cause
1: <laughs> Here comes the art department to uh, yeah, exactly yeah, to make it all old again, <laughs> and they're just like, "Well, crap, we, go, <laughs> we gotta we gotta go <laughs> fix this ship that was
0: perfectly fine when we bought it.
1: It was exactly what we <laughs> wanted." No,
0: Um, another really funny story about this movie that I had no idea until we were researching for this, is the price is right deal. Uh-huh. Oh, this I mean, is great. Yeah, tell this story. This is um, a great story. Well,
1: it's it's pretty simple, really. Uh, uh, you know, they needed a lot of extras for this film, and uh, somebody thought, hey, wouldn't it be great if we, we gave away uh, uh, the privilege of being an extra on the film on the game show, The Price is Right, right? <laughs> America's game show, longest-running game show of all time. Started on, right. on the radio. Started in 56. Well, it started on the radio mm-hmm. before, before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, but uh, in 1960, they gave away a, uh, a trip to wherever they were shooting this, uh, Israel? Yeah. Israel, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was, says it was won
0: on January 13th, 1960, won by <laughs> Mrs. Mary Ann Spencer. I just, that cracks me up because I'm like, where was it? Was it, you know, a Plinko game? Was it, at, was it the final showcase showdown? Are you bidding on this? Are you right. like, okay? 50 bucks was the a Alpine day? i like,
1: guy, you know, yodeling, <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 going up to the top. Right.
0: Yes. That's my favorite one. And what what would you bid on this? Oh, my goodness. I, like I said, 50 bucks a day. <laughs> I mean, how do you bid? And actually, 1960, it might have been 20 bucks Hell, a day. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I just think that is hilarious. I, I had a former boss who went on The Price is Right and won, like, the double showcase show. Oh, it, like, wow. Got both the of double. them. And uh I won't name names, but the place I worked at had a warehouse. Uh-huh. Well, we stored that stuff that he won on The Price is Right in that warehouse for, like, the last three years I worked there. Because <laughs> he didn't have anywhere to put it at home. It was, like, a snowmobile and, a you know. A brand new car. A brand new snowmobile in Oklahoma. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> um, so, Anyway. Um,
1: I digress. Now, Salminio's in this, yes. right? Um, and you know he's criticized at the time because he didn't look Jewish. I mean, right. he, he does not look. He Jewish. He does not look Jewish, and That's... he doesn't look like the guy that you know the real guy that he's portraying. Yeah, because there's you know this is loosely based. Uh, I mean, on well, it's hardly loosely loosely based. It's it's pretty darn close yeah. to real events that happened. You know, um, and. Uh, Many characters are taken from real people. Like uh, Menachem Begin, uh, you know, he was a a fighter at the time. Yeah. But, you know, became prime minister of Israel later. But he's, you know, he's one of these characters, one of the main characters in this film. Yeah. Um, And it really comes down kind of heavy on the British. Or the book did. The The book book came down. Yeah. But Otto Preminger uh, didn't feel that that was fair, and so he... Kind of watered that down for, yeah. for this film, you know, not to put the heavy hand, you know, uh, point a finger at the British. Uh, even though uh, that the, he did that, it, the film did not do well in the UK. Right. So, yeah.
0: Well, it's sad because, I mean, this film includes three Oscar winners uh-huh. and three Oscar nominees. Uh-huh. You've got Paul Newman, Eva Marie Saint, and Hugh Griffin. All winners. uh uh-huh. And then you've got Salminio, Lee J. Cobb, and Sir Ralph Richardson. A always, good one. He's good. You always got to get the sir in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you, I mean, come on. Great cast. You know, great right. cast. But, Paul Newman, yeah. Um, and not only a great cast, but a relatively small budget, $3 million. Right. Sounds like a ton of money to me. For a cast but of thousands? For a cast of thousands and a three and... Hour and a half movie. Oh you know, my god! Three million bucks is not bad, you know. <laughs> and I, that's
1: the shortcut. Yeah. That's that's
0: Auto <laughs> <laughs> <right. laughs> yeah. um, Premier actually bought the rights to Genesis nineteen forty eight mm. by Dan Fursman uh-huh. and uh, intended to make a follow up to this movie, um, but oh. never got off the ground. Which I'm okay with. <laughs> yeah.
1: So is Mort Saul. <laughs> so is Mort. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. <laughs>
0: He's fine with it. Now there's,
1: okay, so like next week we're doing uh, another epic, right? A very yep. different epic, The Alamo. The Alamo, right? yeah. And there's John a story Wang. that um, uh, Chill Wills is in The Alamo and uh, plays one of Davy Crockett's guys. Um, he very much wanted to be, um, to get the Academy Award for Best Supporting Actor. And he campaigned uh, uh, vigorously. For for this, and took out a full-page ad in Variety saying, <laughs> you know, you are all my Alamo cousins, and um, I, you know, uh, I would really appreciate your vote for you know. And gave this whole list of why he should get the uh, nomi- get the nod right. for the right. Academy Award, and it was uh, uh, taken as being so tasteless <laughs> that uh, John Wayne um, intervened. He took out a, an ad the next week. Uh, basically chiding Chill Wills right. for for doing that. And um, so uh, Groucho Marx um, uh, took out a small ad uh, <laughs> the next week as well saying, um, uh, uh, sorry, Mr. Wills, I, I'm glad I'm your cousin, but I voted for Sal Menio for, for Exodus. <laughs> That's awesome. And and uh, as a result, Alamo didn't win any
0: yeah. Academy Award. Yeah, Alamo was, I mean, it was kind of a flop, even though it was a huge moneymaker. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see but it we'll next see week. we'll see it next week. That's right. We'll see that flop next <laughs> week. No, I, I, I watched it recently. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so a lot of times on this sh- podcast, we talk a lot about who was considered for this role or who was considered for that role. And as we said earlier, Otto Preminger, he, he knew. Uh-huh. that he was going to have yeah. um, Paul Newman. I mean, he just knew it. But I thought one of the really interesting parts that almost got, uh, or lady, sorry, a person who almost got the part, um, in an interview, Haley Mills uh-huh. stated that Otto Primager wanted her to take the part of Karen, even even going so far as to offering her parents um, a small um, Renoir? Uh, Renoir as a <laughs> as a uh, as a gift, uh-huh. um, and um, I mean, that's quite a gift. That Imagine is quite a gift. What
1: that would be worth today? Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, that would be insane. But right. yeah, like offered them this gift, um, but Disney right said no, no. It's too an adult. It's too much of an adult film. We're not loaning it out. Uh huh. And loaning her out. I her should say out. sure. And. Um, but, yeah, I just thought Haley Mills. That was a from the parent b- trap. From the parent trap. Uh-huh. Does not fit the part, look-wise at least, maybe. You know, but
1: yeah, she could probably pass. Yeah. I mean, she certainly could pass as European. Well, true, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I, and why not, you know, let her stretch her legs a little bit instead yeah, of, you know. Get out from you know, the, the Disney umbrella. Disney stuff. Yeah. Disney did this, uh, you know, I mean, uh, Walt Disney took Annette Fluticello aside and said, um, you know, Please don't ever be in any film that's risque, or certainly never, you know, pose for, you know, say, Playboy. Right. Um, you know, because you are so so right. tied Great. with our brand. Right. Yeah. And you, she she kept that promise. And that, that was she, common
0: of that age. I mean, MGM had contract players. Mm-hmm. They all had, you know, every every oh, movie yeah. house had had their contract players, and they sometimes loaned them out, but every once in a while would say, "No, you can't yeah. uh, can't do that." Um, but Depending on the project Depending course. on the project, of course, yeah If it was going to get them publicity And get their,
1: <laughs> get, make
0: their brand uh, sure. sell better Or, oh, more, yeah. or know, get, get, get a good chunk of change Or a good chunk of change Or get some new eyes on it That it wouldn't yeah. necessarily maybe watch it If it was just Disney or just right. this or just that
1: But see, um, like all the horse trading That uh, uh, David Selznick did To get um, Gable yeah. For uh, Gone with the Wind because everybody that read the book said, "Well, that's Rhett Butler," so yeah. he had to get so. But you know, there's there's all that horse trading that went on for different stars, uh, all the way through the the um, the big studio era. Yeah, yep, crazy. Well, um, we are almost out
0: of time. Um, I uh, I just you know, is there anything I missed? Is there anything we need to mm, go nope. into? No, uh, I, don't, I think we're good. Yeah. Check us out. Uh, check us out. Yeah.
1: Um, Every Every Saturday Saturday at 9. Celebrity photos. Yes, Yes, celebrity photos. We love those. Yes. Uh, And we really love it. If you will say where it happened and when and, uh, you know, a little story that goes along with the celebrity photo. A lot of times we just get, you know, just a photo. Just a photo or
0: me and Kevin Costner, 19... 88, yeah, you know, or whatever. And it's like, yeah, but where'd you meet him? Like, (laughs) what's the story? Like, why were you there? Right. That's what
1: makes it fun. Exactly.
0: So please include those. You'll hear at the end of the show, a tag with uh, the email address and all that stuff everywhere Mm -hmm. to send all that stuff. And, and uh, our website and everything you can go check out OATA Movie Club, All uh-huh. Things Movie Club. Oh yeah, and uh, go check that out. And uh, as we said a little bit earlier, we are having another epic next week: The Alamo, the Alamo. Um, John John Wayne, and a thousand others, a cast of thousands. Uh, and uh, and uh, so yeah, a couple really great. They're long, but they're great movies. So yeah. tune in with us, stay up late, and uh, enjoy a great epic. Movie, yeah. So, um, and we'll be there, and we'll be there. We got to be there. You got to <laughs> be there. Come on. Um, now, so um, anyway, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, please tune in yes. each week. And until next
1: time, take care. Goodbye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at OETA forward slash Movie Club. And please, send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.